For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone. This is John Parrott, and you're listening to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast presented by Reformed Youth Ministries. I'm excited about this week's interview. I will be talking with John Wyndham. He is the director of youth ministries at Madison Heights Church in Madison, Mississippi. John, how long have you been there? Since June of 2012, so right right at five years. Um, If you're new to the show, uh, ask our guest uh, one question each day, and our discussion will be focused on that one question. There may be some kind of sub-questions to that main question or some follow-up questions, uh, but we really want this to be a a brief podcast, five to ten minutes that gets to the point, and um, ask questions that are hopefully helpful to you in your ministry. Um, so with that being said, we'll start with our first question. John, uh, are you ready? Yes, I am, John. All right. Um, so first question, what is the best thing you've done in ministry? This could be an event that you planned, a retreat, a certain Bible study, maybe curriculum, or an idea uh, that's been beneficial to your ministry. It can be a few things. All right. Well, got a couple. Uh, a couple that are coming to mind. First, uh, this is something I did not do at my previous church because I was kind of on the outside of the Reformed world and didn't really know much about expository preaching. But I'll tell you, since my five years being here, uh, preaching through books of the Bible on Sunday nights has been extremely helpful because when I was... At my last job, it, it was you just had to come up with something every week, or you had to come up with a series. And then after that little four or five week series, you know, what am I going to talk about? And you yeah. wind up repeating something or talking about issues that interest you or get you excited. But it, it's been so helpful, just like working my way through Joshua or the Gospel of John. And you know exactly what you have to preach on the next week. You don't have to be creative and figure out some new catchy thing that they're going to want to hear about. You work your way through the text, um, and you, it determines what, what, you, what you talk about. And that, that's been a huge, huge help to me, following that as, as a guide. Um, yeah, that's, that's good, and I think important. I mean, just the wisdom... So much wisdom in expository preaching. Because like, like you're saying, it's guarding you from kind of you just teaching about your agenda or what you're passionate about or just kind of yeah. catering to what your students want. And and as you're saying, even kind of sharing that wisdom, that it does help you logistically in your planning. It's like, okay, I know this is what I'm gonna be teaching yeah. on. Um, have you seen have you seen it be you know beneficial in students' lives as well, where they're starting to kind of connect pieces in scripture and they're seeing some themes or Anything like that? Have you have you noticed anything beneficial from their perspective? Um, there is a sense that they're understanding and getting a grasp of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the general theme. And that's something with expository preaching that you, you can kind of remind them at the beginning in the introduction. Like if, if you're in Judges, like this is, which that's, that'd be a great book for you. Yeah. Ministry. Um, Absolutely. But if you're, in, if, if you're in Judges, you continually kind of remind them the theme of the <clears> book <throat> every day as, as you're going through. And even if they miss a couple lessons or, um, they weren't paying attention that night. They can still kind of get the theme of the book down so that when they see judges, they're like, oh, there was no king in the land. Everyone did what was right in their own eyes and everything went down the toilet bowl. <laughs> I guess. So they, they, they can kind of have that understanding. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So expository preaching, that's been one of the best things you've done in, in ministry. What, do you have any other any other things that have been well? Building relationships with the students. Um, I'm, I'm not the best... Uh, Program. I'm not the best programmer or the most organized uh, person or the best communicator, but I generally care for the students and want to form relationships with them and build relationships with them. And that's really allowed me to kind of be there and be able to speak into their life at really tough moments. I know there was one student who was worried about his mom going through a second divorce and we talked a lot about that. And then the second divorce came, and after it came, uh, he came up to the church really upset. And I talked him through it and walked with him as uh, over the next few weeks um, as they were moving houses and, and all that. And my friendship with him is what allowed that to happen. Yeah, that's so vital. I mean, sometimes I know, at least speaking from my own experience, there can be times where, I might be hanging out with a seventh grader and doing something that just seems so pointless. And mm -hmm. you can actually, you know, leave your time with that student and you think, did anything happen? But what you just talked about, I mean, having a student that goes through something very serious, like, like a divorce, it's all of those moments that seemed insignificant that you spent with them. And then, you know, when the tragedy yeah. came about in their lives, they come to you and they, they want to, to share that with you yeah. and, and look to you for, for guidance and counsel in the midst of that. Um, is there anything you've specifically done to foster these relationships? I mean, one-on-ones like with students, picking them up from school? What do you Mainly, mainly one-on-ones. Um, I, I have a small group, which makes this possible. I know, I mean, a, a lot of groups, it's, it's not feasible to do as many one-on-ones. Or, or you might have to just hone in on one area. Like in a larger group, it might just be, all right, my focus is the senior high boys yeah. or my focus is the junior high girls or whatever it may be. But I, I have a smaller group, and so I'm able to uh, divide up my time a little better, spend more time with, with the students in the group. And, yeah, just picking them up, picking them up after school, uh, maybe taking them to get some ice cream somewhere or you know, get a burger or even just – just spending time with them, talking. And you're building relationship capital little by little. And then whenever the, whenever something big happens or whenever they have questions or they want to know about something, they, they can ask you. And you're building you're building a, a friendship with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know something too, just whenever I would do one-on-ones with students, and especially – it seems like it can be a little bit of a challenge um, sometimes with junior high students, especially to, to have any kind of spiritual significance to, to those one-on-one -on -one meetings with students. And so oftentimes just a very simple practice that I would 
try to do is, um, as the students, you know, as you're about to drop them off or whatever, just say, hey, how can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. And that does kind of give you just a window into their heart a little bit and, and right. some ways in which you can counsel them. And um, So that's just a little practice that's been helpful for me. And um, people might have some similar practices like that just to try to shift it from just kind of the seemingly insignificant times to the more spiritual discussions with right. students. But And, I, and I've got something along those same lines. I, I will ask students when I'm out with them how I can I pray for you? And if, if they name, name something out, I'll, I'll ask them, is it all right if I write this down? And yeah. They'll say yes or no. And I'll pull out uh, a notebook, which is actually a moleskin notebook. Mm-hmm. So you know the prayers are going to get there. Oh, okay. You know they're going to get answered because they're written in a $25 moleskin the Angels sing when you open it up. Right. Sure. Right. So I'll get my moleskin out, and I will write it down in, in, in front of them. And so they'll see, all right, this this is being taken seriously. It's not, a, oh, yeah, I'll pray for that and then forget about it. They'll yeah. see, I'm writing this down. This kid issues at school, and they'll, they'll say, all right, he's, he's going to see that. He's going to remember that. Mm-hmm. So that's that, that that's something I do. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So any, anything else in light of that? Those are, those are some helpful things. I think that's it. All right. Thanks, Sean. 